0: a national women's current affairs program providing a gender analysis of contemporary issues from Australia and internationally. I'm Giselle Hanna. Today on Women on the Line, we look at a dispute at Honda Motorcycle and Scooter India Factory in the Northern Indian state of Rajasthan. The workers there have been on a hunger strike for over three weeks now, following their dismissal over a campaign to try to form a union. The protests and hunger strike are now based in New Delhi where workers are receiving extensive support notwithstanding continual pressure from the police. The workers are fighting for the right to organise and have their union recognised by the company. Their fight has seen solidarity coming not just from the industrial belts of northern India but also from workers and labour organisations from other provinces of India as well as internationally. This dispute is occurring within a context of heightened political and industrial activity in India. This year, on the 2nd of September, Indian trade unions called a national one-day strike and 180 million workers participated in that. Last year, on the same date, 150 million workers participated in that one-day strike. In 2014, 100 million workers participated in the one-day strike. So as you can see, these strikes have been building year on year. Yet there still remains some political ineffectiveness in getting traction in very specific disputes, like this one at Honda Motorcycle and Scooter. To discuss the issues specific to this dispute, and strategies that work and strategies that don't work to win industrial disputes, I'm joined by Shivani Kaur. Shivani is a labour movement activist in India. She's a trade unionist and an organiser and legal officer for workers in the automobile sector. She starts here by introducing herself and her organisation.
1: I'm Shivani and I'm from Bigul Mazdoor Dasar, and also I'm legal advisor of automobile industry contract workers union uh, which is a uh, industry-based and a sector-based union in uh, Gurgaon, Manisar belt of uh, automobile industry in India.
0: So there is a dispute at the moment in uh, a Honda um, factory in the Gurgaon region, and those workers have been uh, on a hunger strike. I think it is now the uh, 19, almost 20 days of hunger strike. Yeah, yeah. Can you give us a background... Yeah. Background to the dispute and why it has culminated in a hunger strike.
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, actually, uh, this time there is a dispute at Tappukada plant, uh, which is located in Rajasthan, which is a North Indian uh, state. Uh, and the dispute actually started uh, on 16th February this year, uh, pertaining to the matter of a contract worker, where uh, an engineer he forced one of the contract workers to work overtime and this uh, the said workers were working continuously for four days so this was the immediate issue uh, around which all the uh, workers uh, collectively gathered and they raised their voice that uh, uh, no worker will work continuously and they won't uh, work overtime Without being paid uh, for the overtime work, and this uh, said worker, he was not uh, keeping well because of this uh, uh, continuously working for such long hours. So the immediate reason was uh, this issue related to the um, forcible, uh, you know, forcibly asking uh, a contract worker to work overtime. But actually, the issue goes back. So, you know, last year, August last year, when uh, the uh, workers at Tapukara plant, they filed for uh, their union registration. So, again, uh, as has been uh, uh, very prevalent in this entire sector, most of the disputes originate around the demand for union formation. And this also, the, the present uh, dispute also goes back to the, issue of
0: uh, unionisation. So the workers are on a hunger strike. What, what do you think of this as a, as a tactic to win a dispute and how effective is it so far in progressing this dispute?
1: Uh, yeah, actually uh, the workers, this was the last resort because uh, they were not even allowed to peacefully assemble in Rajasthan And Rajasthan is being governed by uh, BJP government. Uh, uh, Also, we have a uh, BJP government at centre.
0: Let me explain something about the BJP government currently in power in India. They swept to power in a democratic election in 2014 on a platform of responding to poor people's anger over soaring food prices and mass unemployment except their major supporters were Big Business, which sees this government as the instrument through which to impose socially devastating pro-market reforms in the face of mass popular opposition. The BJP is also a Hindu chauvinist party, promoting communal violence, particularly against Muslims. Prime Minister Nehendra Modi is notorious for his role in instigating the 2002 Gujarat anti-Muslim pogrom. But he has impressed India's corporate elite and the likes of Goldman Sachs, which recently issued a gushing report on Modi's potential to serve as an agent of change by lavishing investors with land and tax concessions, illegalising strikes and otherwise doing their bidding.
1: So this sort of anti-worker policy has been in effect in Rajasthan since the time BJP has come to power. So they were not left with any other option. So uh, also they uh, resorted to hunger strike and also they shifted the location of their struggle to New Delhi. Uh, Because uh, in Rajasthan, uh, uh, not even in Tapukara, not even in the capital Jaipur, They were uh, given any uh, heed and uh, no attention was paid to their demand. They were brutally lati-charged. They were never allowed to uh, peacefully assemble at any of the locations they uh, tried to gather. So they were not left with any option. And then they finally decided to come to Delhi. So uh, for the past 19 days, uh, they are in Delhi at Jantar Mantar. On 19th uh, September, they came to Delhi. They um, have been staying put at Jantar Pantar since then, and they are on a hunger strike. Five of the workers, among which one of the leading body members, Naresh Mehta, is on the hunger strike. So I think this, uh, given no choice, the uh, workers had to, uh, you know, tactically uh, use uh, such uh, tactics because Otherwise, uh, they were not even uh, uh, in a position to gather uh, and assemble peacefully. So I think as far as that thing is concerned, they have been successful in once again initiating their struggle.
0: Has the hunger strike caused uh, people to lend their solidarity and support to the dispute?
1: Uh, Many workers' organizations and many independent unions have lent their support. But I think as far as the administration and Rajasthan as well as central government is concerned, they're still not bothered. There has uh, uh, been a couple of meetings with uh, labor department at central level. But except for assurances, they have not given anything in concrete. Uh, they haven't given anything in writing also. and uh, But yeah, uh, there have been organizations. For example, our organization uh, was there since the beginning of the struggle. And when they moved their uh, struggle's location to Delhi, we have been active. And other uh, independent organizations and trade unions have also lended support.
0: And of course, um, this particular uh, factory, this workplace is in a in an industrial belt. Um, are there similar disputes nearby and have workers in nearby factories um, offered support or shared the struggle in any way?
1: Uh, yes, to an extent. Actually, uh, as far as automobile sector is concerned, many struggles are still going on, but... Uh, you, they are not in a very uh, active state. There is an air conditioning uh, manufacturing unit of Daikin in uh, Nimrana, where workers have been agitating for similar issues. So, they also lend their support to the struggle. They came to Delhi. Then there uh, are uh, workers from Ram Piston in Bhiwadi, in Rajasthan, whose struggle has been going on since uh, last three and a half years. A couple of workers from that uh, uh, factory also came and their support, but not in a very uh, unified and very structured way. But yes, there is a uh, need to build solidarity across all these um, uh, myriad uh, forms of struggles that are going on in different uh, areas of automobile. belt. And spontaneously, people are also uh, coming uh, together with the Honda workers. But as far as uh, the central trade unions are concerned, they are not showing that kind of interest. That kind of intention is also missing because most of these unions tend to get affiliated to the uh, large and uh, central trade unions. Uh, So that sort of intention on their part is still lacking. And as far as the present movement is also concerned, The central trade unions haven't shown that much of interest in the struggle and also uh, any sort of industrial action is also letting on their part.
0: Shivani just mentioned some other struggles in the automobile industry, so let me give you some background on one very important dispute that I then go on to ask Shivani about. The dispute at Maruti Suzuki culminated in major industrial activity in 2011. Workers had been protesting for the right to join a union for a livable wage, for equal rights for contract and permanent workers and other general issues to do with conditions at work. The management of Maruti Suzuki was committed to breaking the union. They organized lati charges, and that just means a police baton charge of whole crowds of people. They had between 1,500 and 2,500 police and other hired goons stationed out the front of the factory, and there was wide-scale intimidation, harassment and threats against workers and their families. Tensions escalated. There were very violent encounters between workers and the police and the thugs, and then, in the midst of this heightened violence the factory was set alight and it burnt down. One of the managers was inside the factory when it burnt down and about 200 workers were subsequently charged with his murder. The workers ran and were slowly captured, arrested and detained over the following days, weeks and months. They're now slowly getting bail one by one, but this dispute from 2011 still continues, and it's one of the major disputes in India that defines the automobile sector. You mentioned some other disputes in the automobile industry. I mean, we, we've been following the Suzuki uh, workers dispute for well, for many years now, um, and we know that a number of those workers have been uh, released on bail. Are there any other developments in the Suzuki dispute?
1: No, still there are many workers uh, who are uh, behind the bars and uh, Uh, Yes, uh, they have succeeded in getting their uh, fellow workers released. But then the entire uh, focus of the movement uh, shifted from the original demands, which were pertaining to reinstatement of workers. And now uh, the entire struggle, and you can't, uh, it's not a very uh, unified sort of thing that is happening. There are a couple of people who are legally pursuing the matter. So now, in a way, uh, they uh, have uh, uh, been successful in getting most of their co-workers released. But still uh, around uh, 17 or 20 workers are behind the bars and they're still trying to get them out of the booth.
0: And on community radio stations right across Australia, you're listening to Women on the Line. I'm speaking with Shivani Kaur, a labour movement activist from India, organising the Honda workers who are currently on a hunger strike fighting for the right to organise and to form a union. The the situation overall sounds very dire and when we are in struggle constantly, sometimes it can be easy to question whether our methods are successful uh, and if we are going to break through. Can you see the possibility of a resolution to the Honda dispute that is favourable to the workers?
1: Uh, um, as far as the uh, this specific uh, movement is concerned, actually uh, there have been a lot of things that have taken place in the past uh also uh, when workers moved their base to delhi they also launched a boycott honda campaign in which they have been appealing to the common citizens to boycott the uh products which are being manufactured in the said in the said Tapukada plant of honda so uh, but a, such a step is a tactical sort of a move because uh, as far as uh, you know uh, taking the struggle ahead in, in the belt is concerned. Uh, there is still uh, uh, no breakthrough in sight. So uh, not in a very certain terms, one can predict what is going to happen with this movement. But yes, of late, most of the struggles in this belt have pointed out to one certain fact that uh, as long as uh, the movements are separated in their uh, different factory uh, floor struggles, the chances of a you know breakthrough kind of situation are very meager very few so uh, a very uh, concerted uh, cross sectoral uh, action and a union formation on the lines of sector which is the case in other countries also where there are industry based union and such joint operations are conducted in which the collective bargaining of workers uh, tend to increase This sort of thing is still lacking in India and uh, uh, the uh, union I'm affiliated with is uh, precisely trying to achieve this sort of uh, success in which all the workers, whether they are working in Honda, whether they are working in Maruti, Rico or any small big vendor company, they are uh, united uh, on the basis of a sector-based union. Uh, as long as this does not come into existence, the chances seem very uh, meager of, you know, immediate wins of such struggles. Uh, but yes, uh, uh, still, uh, as far as Honda uh, movement is concerned, workers are still fighting back, and tactically they have come up with this uh, idea of boycotting the product. But uh, industrial-based solidarity is still uh, missing.
0: Well, I guess my my final question to you is what do you think it will take to win the dispute? And you've already mentioned um, a little bit about uh, organising sectorally um, and uniting across the broader sector. Yes. What else? What else do you think it's going to take to win this dispute?
1: I think because there is another plant in Manesar of Honda, if, something you know uh, happens in favor of the workers of this specific factory. Maybe uh, there is uh, a, a sort of pressure that builds upon the Honda management. And uh, I think uh, uh, there are many workers who are still uh, working inside the tapukara plant, but they are uh, afraid to come in support of the struggling workers. So uh, I think uh, if the you know sister plant at Manesar. it uh, engages in some sort of industrial action maybe there is some chances of win in the specific matter Uh, but but there are all sorts of politics which is involved and the union uh, you know as far as words are concerned they are saying that we are with the struggling workers but as far as the action is concerned Uh, we are far from, you know, seeing any such thing happening. So if such a thing happens, I think uh, there's chances of, uh, you know, achieving or getting nearer to the success becomes uh, strong. Shivani, thank you so much
0: for your time today. Was there anything you wanted to add to the discussion?
1: Yes, I think one thing that I would like to add is that... uh, Everybody was going, you know, gung ho about the 2nd September strike, which was being uh, called by the Central Trade Union in India, as well as many other independent organizations. Some of them are anarcho-syndicalists. Some of them are autonomous. And everybody was, uh, you know, uh, talking in uh, a very, uh, I think, in very positive terms that such a big strike happened. But the fact still remains that when some concrete issue is, uh, you know, uh, uh, there, for example, uh, the uh, uh, present Honda agitation, why are, uh, you know, central trade unions hesitant on uh, going into strikes? you know, uh, uh, taking some industrial action? So I think uh, symbolically, uh, they have uh, always had days like second September, twenty second February. So symbolically, they always try to sound very radical. But then, when real issues like these things happen, for example, in past Maruti happened, then Sri Ram piston happened in automobile sector. When concrete real issues take place, uh, they uh, never uh, go ahead with any such action. So I think. Uh, this is, uh, I believe, hypocrisy and uh, workers uh, in Honda as well as in automobile sector are getting to know the reality behind all such, uh, you know, symbolic acts that, that these uh, trade unions undertake. So I think I would like to underline the fact that if they are uh, so concerned about workers, right, then there is an issue right now. They should just, you know, uh, even if for two hours, they can just ask all their unions to, uh, uh, you know, uh, put drag or take up some action like tool down, but they won't. So there is this glaring difference in what they say and what they do. And I think uh, this is severely affecting the movements that are uh, constantly taking place in (laughs) India.
0: That was Shivani Kaur, a labour movement activist from India, organising the Honda workers who are currently on a hunger strike, fighting for the right to organise and to form a union. And that's all we have time for today. Women on the Line is produced in the Melbourne studios of Community Radio 3CR, with the financial assistance of the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The show is distributed nationally via the Community Radio Network with special thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia. If you want to get in touch with the producers of the show, you can write to us at womenontheline at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter or like our page on Facebook. If you want to hear this show again or any of our previous programs, you can download the podcast from 3CR's website. That's 3cr.org.au, and that's the digit three, not spelled out in letters. Go to the Women on the Line page and follow the links to this week's show. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Giselle Hannah, and I look forward to your company again next week.